Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Have you ever been out on a run and your calf tightens up, it cramps, and it prevents you from taking another step? Or even worse, in the middle of the night, your toes, they spontaneously curl into this weird, disjointed position, causing you to reach down quickly and try and rub the heck out of them and try to get them to straighten out and quit cramping. Well, if that's you, you're going to love today's episode, which is all about understanding why muscles cramp or spasm and how you can reduce or prevent them from happening in the first place. Now, let me first just start out by saying that there are other reasons that muscles could cramp or spasm, um, but usually... Um, Some of these other issues, I won't be talking to them today, but there are other reasons that this happens, and it's usually connected to greater, more severe health issues that some people have. But because this is a running podcast, and hopefully you are either an existing runner or someone who is considering jumping into running, um, I'm really going to talk about muscle cramps and muscle spasms that runners experience either during a run or at the end of one or in the middle of the night and the two most common reasons they happen, all right? So the most common reasons that this happens with runners um, is usually due to electrolyte deficiencies and or dehydration. So it could be one, it could be the other, and it could be both. And before I dive into these two reasons and I explain why, I really want to briefly explain what in the heck electrolytes are, because I'm pretty confident you know what it means to be dehydrated, but I often find that many runners and really people just in general, they hear the word electrolytes, but they really don't know exactly what they are and why they're so darn important. So simply put, electrolytes are electrically charged minerals. They are chemicals um, that conduct electricity when they're mixed with water. And so electrolytes are always going to be um, discussed in relationship to water. All right. So the specific minerals, the specific electrolytes that um, most people are familiar with and what are generally classified as electrolytes, those minerals that are classified as electrolytes are going to be potassium, sodium, magnesium, calcium, chloride, phosphate, and bicarbonate. And in today's episode, when I talk about why these muscle cramps and muscle spasms happen, in general, most of the time, it's due to potassium, sodium, magnesium, and calcium. Um, Very rarely is it a deficiency with chloride, um, phosphate, and bicarbonate. Not to say that those electrolytes are important, um, but a lot of times when it comes to muscle cramping, muscle spasming, it's usually due to potassium, sodium, magnesium, and calcium, right? So there are other minerals in the body, um, both trace minerals and macro minerals. 
Electrolytes are considered macro minerals because they are minerals that we need in larger quantities. Whereas trace minerals, those are minerals that we need in the body, but we don't need them in as large of quantities as we do the macro minerals. So again, for the purposes of this episode, I want to talk about these minerals, these electrolytes, because they are connected to the common reasons you or someone you know may have or is experiencing muscle cramps or muscle spasms. And you might be saying, okay, now I understand what electrolytes are. They're minerals. They're electrically charged minerals. Um, But why do they matter? Well, all of us need electrolytes to survive. Many of our body's um, automatic processes and functions, pretty much all of them really, depend on small electric currents in order to function. And electrolytes specifically help with regulating nerve and muscle function. They also help with hydrating the body as well as balancing blood acidity and blood pressure, and they help rebuild damaged tissues. So they are pretty darn important. And for those of you listening in right now that are either an existing runner or someone who is considering becoming one, all of these are hugely, hugely important to you as a runner. So I hope that you find this information today valuable, and I hope that you will really Um, start being mindful of these electrolytes. And so as an example, I'll give you an example of um, specific electrolytes and how they help with muscle function. Um, Our muscles, in order to contract, they need to have calcium, sodium, and potassium in the body. So the muscles need those three electrolytes in order to be able to contract. But they also need magnesium in order to relax. So it's a combination because our muscles need to contract and relax. It's a combination of these four electrolytes that are really key in just muscle contraction and muscle relaxation. And, you know, your running muscles like your glutes, your hamstrings and your calves, just to name a few. There's obviously lots of other muscles in your body and muscles that you use to run but they need to move in that way in order for you to actually physically run, right? So without them contracting and relaxing, you're not going to be able to literally run and perform that movement. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, where I asked you if you've ever been on a run and your calf kind of seizes up, um, you know, it prevents you from moving forward. It prevents you from running and you usually have to reach down and just do your best, even though it's really excruciating, to just kind of rub that muscle out to, to help it from um, staying in that contracted um, state. Um, and so, you know, when it comes to muscle function, um, like I said, contraction and relax- relaxation, um, those electrolytes are really key in that process. But just as important, um, probably even more so, your heart, which is also a muscle, your heart needs to carry electrical impulses Um, to other cells in the body in order to function, in order to keep your heart beating. And your heart has the highest magnesium requirement of any organ in the body. And then when there are um, low amounts, um, you know, of this magnesium in the body, and that creates an electrolyte imbalance, you really put yourself at a risk of um, cardiac arrhythmias and heart palpitations and those sorts of issues. So again, these electrolytes are not 
um, optional. They are to be taken very seriously because they really um, allow the body to function and to keep us alive. And so thinking about your heart as a muscle and its um, need for magnesium as well as other electrolytes, um, we really want to be mindful of that. So, you know, those are just two examples that I wanted to give you as far as what electrolytes do and why they're so important and why they're needed. But also know that in order for those electrical impulses to take place, we need adequate amounts of those minerals and water. And like I said, you know, it's um, these minerals, when they are placed in an environment with water, they become electrically charged. And so you need to have water. You need to be hydrated um, as well as have these electrolytes. So I like to think of them as like peanut butter and jelly. And who doesn't love a good, a good old PB&J sandwich, right? So they must be present together in the right amounts. And when they're not, then you're going to have an imbalance, an electrical electrolyte imbalance. So as I mentioned earlier, both electrolyte deficiencies and being dehydrated can be the cause of those muscle cramps. And like if the, if the concentration of one is low in relationship to the amount of water in your body, then issues are going to come up just as if the concentration is too high. And so this would be the case for those of you um, who have heard of or have experienced hypokalemia or being hypokalemic. What that is, is having severe low levels of potassium in the blood. Um, or you probably have heard more frequently um, someone who is hyponatremic. And that is having low, low levels of sodium in the body, in the blood, in relationship to water. And so some of you may be familiar with that term. You've, you've possibly heard of hyponatremia or hyponatremic. Um, if you participate in or, you know, you follow some of the larger, um, longer distance running events like the Chicago Marathon and the Boston Marathon and, and big events like that or even ultra marathons, many runners either on the course or crossing the finish line um, sometimes if you've watched that on TV, if you've watched some of those, um, Ironmans and they're crossing the finish line, they appear confused, disoriented, delirious, oftentimes just unable to really even cross that finish line, kind of staggering and swaying. And, um, usually volunteers come out to help them cross the, the finish line. And those sorts of runners end up landing themselves in the medical tent and a lot of times it is because of um, hyponatremia. And what that is, is like I said, it's severely low levels of sodium. But the reason um, that severe level, you know, exists is because they are running these longer distances, these ultra marathons or these marathons. Um, a lot of times, you know, your body heats up, your body temperature increases, you sweat a lot. And so when you sweat, you release not only water, but also those electrolytes um, via your sweat. And then that kind of is excreted out of your body through your skin. And then you go to replenish that with just water. And a lot of times those runners consume way too much water and then their blood becomes what's called watered down. And so the loss of both the salt and the water in their sweat and then only replacing those losses with mostly water 
causes this serious and deadly state because the cells swell up with water and then that ends up the swelling in the cells um, because they are overhydrated. They are watered down. Um, the blood is watered down. Um, it's a pretty big deal because it is very severe. Some people have even, you know, had seizures. Um, so it's a bit, it's a pretty big deal, but that's what, um, hyponatremia is if you've heard it. Um, and it's really just consuming way too much water and, um, watering down your blood and having severely low levels of sodium. So, you know, obviously when it comes to muscle cramps or muscle spasms, the impact, you know, isn't that dramatic as compared to um, those experiencing hypernatremia. But, um, and it's, you know, not life-threatening to have a muscle cramp, clearly. Um, but it really is something to be aware of and to take seriously. So um, know that if you experience muscle cramping, it is a sign that there is an imbalance of either water or those electrolytes that I mentioned. And if you're out on a run and your calf seizes up and it cramps, you know, I've had this happen many times. I've had it happen at night. It's really this intense experience. So if that happens to you, whether it be on a run or after a run or even during the middle of the night, I really want you to ask yourself, you know, these questions. How much water have you been drinking? You know, could you possibly be dehydrated? Um, do you have that grainy salt feeling on your skin from sweating during or after a run, um, which is a sign that you are really excreting a lot of sodium and possibly some other electrolytes in your sweat? Um, were you by chance dehydrated even before you got started running, right? It may not have anything to do with drinking enough water on your run or after your run, but it could have something to do with already being dehydrated and then stressing your body on this run, sweating even more, and then becoming even more dehydrated. Another question you want to ask yourself if you experience this cramping or this muscle spasms, um, what's the quality of your food? You know, not only day to day, just on a regular basis, but also your fueling strategy before your runs, during your runs, and after your runs. You know, what types of foods are you consuming? Um, are they more processed foods? Um, are they more nutrient-dense foods that have a really good amount of and quality of minerals and vitamins? Um, the other thing to consider is, have you been consuming too much alcohol? Because alcohol does draw out a lot of minerals in our body, um, and it is a toxin. Um, or are you, you know, on some sort of diuretic, some sort of medication um, that is helping you to release water like a water pill or that, you know, some sort of medication that could be causing um, either dehydration or um, electrolyte imbalances with low or, you know, severely high levels of um, these minerals. And so, you know, really with those night cramps, most often they can be caused by, you know, not properly rehydrating and replenishing those essential electrolytes, like I said, potassium, magnesium, so sodium, and calcium after a run. Um, our body is really amazing. It's really smart. You know, it does gives us, gives us signs um, all the time when things are not aligned or they're not balanced. And we really just need to listen to our body because when you feel that, for example, sensation of being so thirsty, um, usually that, you know, extreme thirst 
is a sign that you are dehydrated because when we're that thirsty, um, our body is just telling us, you know, get me water. I need to drink something really quickly um, because I am really dehydrated. Um, So like I said, you know, our body is super smart. It gives us all these signs. We need to pay attention and we need to listen. And if you're in the unfortunate situation of dealing with, let's just say, reoccurring muscle cramps, whether it be during, after, or in the middle of the night, um, your body is telling you that you're out of balance in some way and you really need to co- you know, correct that imbalance. So thinking about consuming high-quality, nutrient-dense foods um, with these specific electrolytes in them just might be the best and the first place to start. Um, before you run out and purchase supplements and um, sodium tablets or electrolyte powders, you know, start just identifying what is the quality of the food that you're eating. Um, I really like to start with real good quality food and water first. And then, um, then you know, think about supplementing, whether it be during a run or even after a run, um, with some of those electrolyte powders, Um More often than not, if you're not running more of the longer distances like the marathons and the ultra marathons, in general, um, you know, the hyponatremia and a lot of the more severe imbalances with electrolytes aren't going to surface. But, um, you know, on a 5K, a 10K, a half, you know, really at any time you can um, have these muscle cramps and spasms, you know, surface and doesn't matter the distance, uh, more than likely you're not going to have like these severe um, reactions with this electrolyte imbalance, but um, you can definitely get muscle cramping on shorter runs. Um, And so you really want to think about what is the quality of food that you're eating? How nutrient dense is it? How often are you hydrating? Are you even drinking at all when you're running? Um, And then what is your post-run fueling strategy? What are you eating and drinking to replenish um, those fluid losses and those minerals? Um, You know, what are you eating and drinking after your runs? So um, the other thing that you can also do, let's just say you have a regularly scheduled annual appointment with your primary care physician. Um, When they do like just standard blood work, routine blood work, ask them if they could Also look at your electrolyte levels. Most of the time you can um, have that done within the normal um, routine blood work. So, you know, ask your primary care if you have an upcoming appointment. I will tell you when I've gotten my blood checked last time, um, I am severely low in sodium. So my sodium levels are really low. I do sweat a lot when I run, um, but fortunately I you know, haven't experienced any kind of severe muscle cramping or spasming or, um, you know, any kind of other major issues. So I am aware that I do have low sodium levels. Um, but you know, I just make sure that I get my sodium in, um, with my food. I have been adding, um, I think it's called Redmond's real salt. Um, I get a little pinch of that and I put it in my water. Um, just to kind of help with my sodium levels. But more often than not, there's so much sodium in the food that we eat, even in a lot of healthy foods. So sodium, for the most part, is not something that you need to supplement with unless you have severely low sodium levels like me, um, or you find that you are 
um, kind of having some issues with these muscle cramps reoccurring. So not to say that it's just sodium. It could be potassium. It could be magnesium. It could be calcium because also calcium and magnesium work hand in hand. So sometimes you may have plenty of one electrolyte, but not enough of the other. And so because they kind of help each other along, um, it could be um, the relationship between the minerals and one is low and one is high. Um, Or let's just say one is low and one is exactly where you need it to be. So um, think about you know, what you're eating, what you're drinking, how you're feeling, what are you doing, you know, after your runs to replenish those um, fluid losses in the sweat and start out there. um, But just know that those muscle cramps and those muscle spasms are usually caused um, because of dehydration or a deficiency in potassium, magnesium, and sodium most often than not. So um, there's lots of really great, you know, um, you can Google lots of different foods. You can just do a little Google search that says what foods have potassium in it. Like my go-to is a banana. Um, But there's, you know, lots of foods that we eat on a regular basis that have all of these electrolytes um, in them. And so let's start there. That is probably the simplest, the cheapest, and the easiest thing for us to do. And then after that, you know, maybe start looking into some um, electrolyte powders, something that you can um, drink either during or after your run. All right. So as I wrap this episode up, um, the reason, you know, I really wanted to chat with you today about this is because I know that many runners um, do experience muscle cramps. And I know that many of you listening in have or, you know, will experience them. And I want your runs to be as enjoyable and as um, pain-free or um, lacking discomfort, you know, as possible. So I also want you to have your body feeling good when you're running and also when you're recovering. So I hope that you found this episode today valuable. I hope that if you are experiencing these muscle cramps, you will go and start um, consuming some foods that are high in magnesium, potassium, sodium, and calcium, and start there. And then, um, you know, just be mindful of what you're doing during your run and after to replenish those losses. So um, until next week, my friend, I want you to go grab those running shoes. I would love it if you would lace up, and I would hope that you would go enjoy the beautiful outdoors.